You're listening to Like Nobody's Business, and I'm your host, Emily Castle. My clients call me a business strategist and leadership coach, but I'm also a published author, podcast host, and the founder of Woman Up. Since 2014, I've been helping women launch, scale, and lead sustainable, mission-driven businesses with intentional strategies that support the entire ecosystem of their work and life to thrive and regenerate again and again for the long haul while creating a category of one in their industries, innovating with purpose, and doing work that's deeply fulfilling. If you're a woman devoted to doing things differently, being disruptive in service of your mission, and you're ready to learn, grow, collaborate, cross-pollinate ideas, and work smarter alongside other women, founders, trailblazers, entrepreneurs, and business owners, you're in the right place. Welcome to the show and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my friends. I'm back on the mic for a solo episode today, and I'm so excited to share with you something that's come up for me, and I know a lot of my clients recently, which is how to actually plan for time off as a female entrepreneur and how to have boundaries around your time and energy while you're away, how to set yourself up for success, and most importantly, how to reintegrate after time out of office. So let's dig into it. We know that as women entrepreneurs, taking time off for ourselves is so crucial, but it can be a little anxiety provoking. I know every time that I leave, like I recently did for two weeks out of office for our elopement and the trip around our elopement. Uh, yeah, surprise. If you didn't know that we just got married. So It was very fun. Maybe I'll recap more details about that and our elopement in a separate episode. Um, I just posted something on Instagram this week about things that I would do differently. And uh, I have a part two coming about things that I would definitely do the same if I were to elope or get married again. So for those of you who might be planning that in the future or now, Uh, Hopefully that's of service and helpful to you. But for today, I wanted to share that, you know, when I was preparing to be out of office for two weeks, that felt like a really long time at a very critical period in the year in terms of my sales cycles and programs launching and different offerings being put out into the world and so many different things all at once. And as I was preparing to leave, it felt really overwhelming because I had so many appointments to go to. I had so many things that I needed to do just that would happen in a normal week in business, let alone kind of doing three weeks of work in one week to prepare for the time off. Granted, I do have support in the form of my assistant. So shout out to Liz from Hire Her Biz. <laughs> it's called her, but they're... Instagram handle is at hireher.biz. They run our VA on-demand platform. One of our members inside the Woman Up community membership, Maddie, owns the VA and OBM agency, Her. So that's who I work with. But anyway, um, it was very helpful to have support and to know that I would have somebody kind of holding the pieces in place while I was away But I also was very clear that I wanted to be fully out of office. I didn't really want to be checking anything or responding to client messages while I was away. And so in order to do that, I had to really be clear in my communication um, and I had to set things up so that that could be 
the reality while I was away so that there weren't things that we forgot about that would then pop up and require my attention immediately. So today I want to share some practical tips for you to actually disconnect and enjoy your time off, prepare in advance and reintegrate once you're back because that felt a little challenging. (laughs) So preparing to disconnect First, we want to really focus on communicating in advance. So this may include things like sending emails to team members two weeks prior with detailed instructions about projects and expectations and following up on those projects to make sure that they are indeed in motion uh, during the time off. I thought it was really helpful for me and Liz, my assistant, to touch base before I headed out of office and just look at you know the couple months coming up and see what do we definitely need to have done that needs my approval before I move before I go out of office for two weeks? And what are the things that she could be working on while I was out of office that then I would have deliverables back from her or things that didn't require a ton of me in them, like my approval, things that we've done before, or what questions did she have about those projects so that I could make sure to answer them or What does she need from me in order to carry them out successfully before I I headed out? So that was a really, really important thing. I also communicated with all of my clients and said, hey, I'm eloping, yay. That means I'll be out of office for two weeks. I will get back to you on any messages you send to me in that time. Please continue to send them, but just know that I will respond once I'm back in office. I had a very clear um, like time that I would be returning to office so that I could set those expectations accordingly with people, and I found that really helpful. Another thing you can do is set an out-of-office reminder. I forgot to do that. Oops. <laughs> Even though I've done it so many times before, it just was one thing that I was like, well, didn't do that, and definitely not opening my computer right now to set that up. And also not that important, given that I know all the key people know that I'm out of office. Um, Okay. If you don't already have documentation in place or a project management system outlining active projects, upcoming deadlines, points of contact, logins needed, links to relevant files, anything that would need to be handed off during your time away, now would be a good time to create that in your preparation phase for being out of office. I love using Asana. We have a free Asana Business HQ template to build your sort of dashboard for your business that you can download at womanup.co slash resources for free if you are looking to have a starting place and some handholding and getting that set up for yourself. But if you don't already use a project management system or don't have some kind of documents in place or standard operating procedures or a project management system, login details for everything. You want to definitely create that before you head out of office to minimize the roadblocks that might come up for someone who's taking over for you while you're out of office or like an assistant or somebody else who's managing things. And if you don't have somebody in place, you really want to make sure that all of that communication in advance is really, really clear. And you have like an out of office email set up. Next step, (laughs) schedule auto replies, set your out of office email replies a few days before time off starts with a clear return date and alternate contacts in case of urgent issues. 
If you don't have alternate contacts in case of urgent issues, um, you definitely want, if it's just you in the business and you're taking time off, you definitely want to say, you know, this is where you can find me and I'll get back to you at this date. I also really like to direct people toward like common questions. So in my out of office email, I'll have, if you're a current client and you need to get in touch with me, please know that, you know, you can send a message in Voxer and I'll respond to it on X date when I'm back in office. If you are someone who's inquiring about the Woman Up community membership, here's the link to go check out the program details and apply to sign up um, or something like that to direct them to things. If you're inquiring about interviewing me on a podcast or something, um, please provide any details that would be relevant or necessary and I'll be sure to respond as soon as I can when I'm back. Or if you are, you know, inquiring to be a guest on the podcast, please fill out this form and then I'll link to the form for a submission, like a guest submission. So if you have things like that, that you can include in that auto response email that can kind of like funnel people in the right direction to be able to take a next step. If they might be asking something that could be answered on your website or could be carried out through them filling out a form whatever you have in place already, that could be helpful as well, especially if it's just you um, and you don't have an assistant or somebody who's kind of like catching things when you're out of office. We want to batch content. So you can choose to do this. You could also choose not to do this. I found it was helpful to know, okay, what emails absolutely need to go out over those two weeks that I'm going to be out of office or before for our current clients, like our Women Up membership. Every month we send a couple different emails to them to make sure that you know they know what's going on and we have a schedule and a recap from the month before and the, a schedule for the month ahead, all that good stuff so they know what's happening. If you are in a launch period, you also want to make sure that you have your scheduled posts and content and emails and whatever else needs to happen during your time out of office, pre-scheduled, batched, ready to go before you leave. If, however, you are not in a launch period and you don't really need to be doing anything, I'm also not a, not opposed to saying if you're out of office for a week or two weeks or a couple days, like, who cares? Take a break. Probably no one will notice. Let's be honest, you know, and then just handle it when you get back. So that one is going to depend on a lot of different factors, but if you can, and if it's necessary for you, or if it would feel better for you to be able to know that you could step away fully, go ahead and batch your content, pre-schedule it, get it ready to go and pre-edit it and anything you need to do so that it's in the queue or automated scheduling, or you have it in a folder where your assistant can grab it and schedule it or whatever. Okay, so batching content. <clears throat> Pardon my voice, I am getting over some kind of cough, cold, I don't know what situation yesterday. I felt like I was dying today, I feel better, so my voice may be a little weird, <laughs> a little scratchy, scratchier than normal. Um, the next thing is client communications, which I mentioned. You'll want to email clients that you'll be unavailable and when you'll respond after returning. 
You may need to adjust project timelines if needed and reassure them that you have things handled. Um, but just let them know if there are any changes to deadlines, timelines, response times, anything like that while you're out so that they know what to expect. And um, I find that this is also really helpful and empowering for your clients in most cases because it teaches them that it's okay to have boundaries and it models to them that it is good and safe and acceptable and positive in the culture of your company or in the culture of, you know, just your presence or your work with them to take time and to disconnect and to unplug and to be out of office. And a lot of times that is a really great, helpful reminder for people that they too can do that and they too can implement those things in their life. And um, you might just give them the courage or inspiration to do that for themselves. So remember that even though that might feel a little bit scary or there might be some resistance around it, like, oh my gosh, what are they going to say? Are they going to be okay with this? Just remember that most likely if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that you want to create a business that's actually sustainable. And that includes taking time off, taking time out of office, taking time to go nourish yourself or nurture your professional development in some way and go on a retreat or go, I don't know, (laughs) take a vacation or be with family or friends or just take time out of office where you're unplugged. And that is so, so healthy. And I want to remind you of that and, and remember that you are in the position of a leader and what you model probably gets replicated. So if you feel scared about that, just know that it's actually a gift to your clients to watch you model to them that it can be done and how you can do it. That's the thing that I oftentimes find myself having to remember and come back to with a lot of decisions I make in my business is that in order to model the kind of culture and leadership and behavior and boundaries and things that I hope to instill in my clients in our work together, I have to also be willing to walk the walk and walk the talk and um, actually show them and model what it can look like so that when they come up against that, they remember that, no, this is good. I should be do. I, I can do this. I absolutely can. I've seen it done before. Okay. Um, this one kind of goes along with a handoff document and communicating in advance, but you definitely want to delegate and empower your team. So you want to identify like who are the capable team members and tasks to assign them for added responsibility. This might be more applicable to you if you have multiple team members across multiple different areas of your business, but definitely notice like who can you hand the things you take off your plate and who's the appropriate person to delegate them to. And if necessary, have check-ins before leaving to confirm that they feel supported to answer any questions, to make sure they have everything they need from you. Like I said before, you also want to wrap up loose ends. So in the buffer days before you leave or are checked out of office, you want to make sure that you do kind of (laughs) power through any final essential items so that you feel like you have a clean slate. And then what I often find is a lot of the things that I hoped to get done start to become less and less 
relevant or less and less important the closer the deadline gets. And so I start to really look at what is truly essential and say no or reschedule to non-essential meetings or requests or just say, this is my running list when I get back of things that I'm going to tackle first or things that still need to get done so that I know that it's there and waiting for me, but I'm not absorbed by it or stressing about it or worrying about it or thinking I try to, I need to try to get it done on the plane or anything like that. Just once I, you know, am fully off, I'm off and I'm not thinking about those things because I know that they have a system. There's a place that they're living that I can come back to and pick them back up again. Okay. So that's prep for, for going out of office. (laughs) Um, I would also add to that, like wrapping up any loose ends, are there any decisions that you actually need to make before you go out of office? This is more so for probably like an extended period of time, but I know for me, I did need to make a few decisions before I left so that I knew what my team needed to focus on while I was away. um, And also to get clear on what are the priorities before I leave and what are the most essential, most important tasks. So if that's helpful for you, you might want to also think about what decisions need to be made before I leave. And that can help give you a nice little kind of pressure cooker deadline in a healthy way when you're feeling a little indecisive or you're feeling kind of overwhelmed. And so you're decision-making skills aren't as sharp as they typically are. Okay, now moving into unplugging and when you're actually away. So from the moment you leave the house or you decide, I don't know, for me, it's usually like the day before, the night before the flight, because we usually take off in the morning, I'll be like, okay, at 7 p.m. or like by the end of this night, when I go to bed, I'm no longer thinking about these things. I am totally unplugged. So how can you avoid work emails? (laughs) First of all, don't open work email, even just to scan, just completely disconnect. And if you can have a, have a teammate handle urgent issues or like manage your inbox for you. But for the most part, if you've got that out of office reminder set up, um, or your autoresponder set up, then you should be good to go. If you've done all the steps before that I just explained and outlined avoid work emails. Also, you might want to take the email inbox off of your phone temporarily for the time you're away. You might want to delete that app. You might want to turn off notifications. You might want to, um, not bring your laptop crazy. I know I can't imagine doing it sometimes, but how liberating it would be depending on the kind of trip you're going on. Um, and what's going on in the business or life while you're away. I don't know. Maybe you want to do that. For me, I brought my laptop, but I definitely didn't even open it. Like (laughs) there was maybe one day toward the end of our vacation where because our flights got canceled and then rescheduled and then delayed and stuff, it was nice to have my laptop to know like what was going on with that and to be able to do some things to kind of set myself up to return to office since we were gone for such a long time and my inbox was crazy to just kind of comb through while we were in the airport headed home and make sure I wasn't like missing anything major. But um, yes, I think that is really, really important. If you can avoid work emails altogether, either by, you know, shifting notifications, changing the app, moving it off of your phone for the time being, not opening your laptop, not looking at email. Uh, it's just 
gosh, it's so important. I could see the difference for me in how I was able to be present and experience our elopement versus my fiance, now husband, because he was still kind of tethered and connected to work emails and notifications and things like that um, due to not being fully out of office for like two days of those second of that second week. So um, I can see firsthand how that really brings you out of vacation mode and recharging mode and puts you back into a state of potentially stress or just that work mode. So you're thinking about it. Whereas if you are fully unplugged, your brain just doesn't have the opportunity to go there. And if it does, you can kind of shift out of it quickly without those temptations of notifications or feeling like, oh my gosh, I just have to do this one thing. Okay. If you have a separate personal email inbox, it might be helpful to set a designated time once a day to quickly check personal non-work emails. But this is really key. Being really mindful, maybe you set a timer so that you don't get pulled into rabbit holes or you say, I'm going to do this every day, you know, right after lunch or before lunch or at some point in the day so that you don't feel stressed that you're like fully, fully, fully unplugged, that you're not missing something important. If you do have a personal email inbox that needs to be checked or that you're expecting something like test results or something um, that might be really important or causing you stress, if you are able to limit personal emails to go ahead. But that, that one might be important if you're traveling because you want to make sure that you're aware of any like flight changes or travel updates or things. So if you need to do that once a day, five minutes, scan through, um, and be really mindful to not get pulled into rabbit holes. This one I kind of mentioned before, but disable notifications, mute or turn off work chats, texts, phone calls, consider a separate phone just for family while off. If you have a personal phone, if you have a work phone, if you have both, um, perhaps you don't bring your work phone or you bring it, but you turn it off and you only have that personal phone with you. I personally use my one phone for both, but I can see how it would be really helpful to (laughs) either delete apps or turn off notifications while I'm away and just make sure that I'm not, um, pinged by that. Although for me personally, I usually have my phone on do not disturb and I have everything silenced. So it's not as much of a temptation for me as it might be for someone who has like pings and sounds and vibrations every time they get a notification. So yes, you may, like I said, consider leaving devices behind. Don't bring your work laptop or tablet or travel with a book instead and just let yourself fully check out as much as you can. Um, Make sure also when you are traveling, if you're taking a flight to bring, this is just a pro side tip, please bring headphones. Now that we all have like AirPods and stuff, remember to bring headphones that actually plug into a port (laughs) so that you can watch if there's like, I don't know, travel or, um, TVs or whatever games on the plane and you're on a long flight, like by all means, enjoy, indulge, have have a ball. Um, I also found it helpful to remember to bring my little, I think it's literally called a dongle, the thing that plugs into your um, iPhone port and then connects to like standard headphones. 
if you have like a newer iPhone that only has that little charging port and not a normal like headphone jack. So don't forget those things because that can really save you and help you to not um, be stranded if you need, if your flights are delayed or, you know, things get frustrating or your AirPods die and you didn't realize or they start mis- malfunctioning or whatever. Um, but definitely audiobooks are so great. So like leave devices behind, but also remember the important stuff. And also if you need to, um, to keep yourself not thinking about work, I find it really helpful to download, um, audiobooks on Libby, the Libby app and set it up with your local library. So you can rent audiobooks for free. It's the best if you don't know about it. Um, but that way you are able to be more intentional about what kind of media you're consuming and take control of that. And it's really nice because I'm pretty sure it usually works in airplane mode. If you kind of like let it load before you get on a plane or if you're out of service. So if you're on a trip with someone else, make sure you communicate to them about your intentions for what unplugging looks like for you and make sure that they can hold you accountable, keep you honest. If you're tempted to just peek at work stuff, (laughs) um, and If you're traveling solo, maybe you plan to check in with a friend via text once a day who's not with you, but who can hold you accountable to not peak and not go into work mode. Um, And maybe they do something fun to celebrate you every time, I don't know, you report a win of not looking at work stuff that day. Um, And then... As tends to happen, when we are out of office, sometimes we do get some fun inspiration that can relate back to work or ideas or things that, you know, when our mind is actually given a break, we become so much more creative. So if work ideas do arise, maybe you want to jot notes in a journal or, you know, journal every morning when you're away so that you can revisit those things and they have a space to exist and, you don't feel like you have to execute right away. I also find this helpful just, you know, when traveling, you might not have space for, or you might not have it with you at the time, like an actual journal when inspiration strikes. So pictures of things or, you know, a note on your phone can work really well for this, but just that way you're able to give it a space to live You don't lose the ideas, but you don't have to execute right away. You know that, again, it has a space that it lives where you can come back and um, you can then pick those ideas back up and actually execute them. Okay, let's talk about reintegrating once you come back. Sometimes this is challenging. Like for us, we built in a buffer of, you know, we were supposed to come back like Saturday morning, get back Saturday afternoon and have all day Sunday to prepare for the week and like do our grocery shopping and all of that stuff and get reintegrated. Um, What ended up happening was there was like a storm and (laughs) our flights got canceled and then we had to rebook them for like the next day at night. And so we were coming back Sunday night and then our flights got delayed further and it was like a crazy mess as travel can be and tends to be these days when you have, um, you know, 
multiple connections and things for a flight. So um, reintegrating back was a little bit challenging because we were stressed and it was late and we were back at 4 a.m. instead of, you know, 4 p.m. on Saturday or whatever it was supposed to be. So 4 a.m. on Monday instead, that's a big difference. And so we were able to Mondays are usually my flex day anyway, where I do more behind the scenes stuff. So I was able to go do our grocery shopping and kind of like get us set up for the week um, and just kind of clear anything off of my plate, move it to the next day or the next few days and be able to ease back in. Um, If you're able, leave the first day back open if possible. And just scan emails and ease in versus cramming back-to-back meetings in that you're like stressed out about. That helps when travel does go wrong as it inevitably does to not feel like, oh my gosh, I need to communicate to 10 different people and cancel this and change that. So give yourself a buffer day and be able to start slow. And if you know that you're traveling from, you know, multiple time zones away or something crazy and or you've got like many connections or the weather could be, you know, finicky while you're away, you know, maybe give yourself two buffer days and really let yourself, let it be a bonus if you get back on time or have that extra space and energy to do more than what you expected to be able to do when you consider jet lag and all those other things that you might be dealing with if you're out of office. You also want to review that handoff document or go back into your project management system and just get yourself up to date on the status of your top projects and pending actions based on those instructions or uh, the things that you talked about with your team before leaving. You also may want to just kind of check back in with your emails, clear out your inbox, uh, clear out your messages, make sure that you can make a note of what the top priorities are for you to tackle first, second, third, and, um, not get distracted by responding to every single email or request, but really be able to look at those things as a whole and then prioritize your list of what you're going to do next. That way you don't get pulled into the non-urgent, non-important things, but you actually take stock of what needs to happen And then you start to prioritize what's the most important thing for us. The most important thing was like groceries and having (laughs) healthy food at home after being away for two weeks and kind of eating like crazy people. So that felt really grounding and nourishing for us. Um, It also felt really important to respond to like my assistant stuff first and then my client stuff and make sure that everything was good and I didn't miss anything major. So yeah, you want to look at, you want to review everything. You want to prioritize your list of what you're actually going to take action on. Then you want to delay (laughs) non-essentials. Again, we want to make sure that our capacity is not blown or exceeded, especially right when we come back in order to reintegrate properly. So if you need to, you may need to, you know, politely ask to reschedule any extra meetings and calls that aren't critically urgent within the first few days uh, of, of coming back. You might want to reschedule some things. You might want to just say, Hey, let's revisit this next month when I have more space. I'm just getting back, whatever. And then you want to check in with yourself. 
how do you feel after time away? What did you learn about yourself? What did you learn about the balance that is ideal for you in terms of work and life? And I always find being out of office is really clarifying in a lot of ways. It gives me perspective when I travel and I'm able to see things differently from a clear bird's eye view of not just being in my life every day or in my business every day, but really being able to refocus and look at the bigger picture. So I think when we come back, it's a really important, critical, beautiful time to say, what do I want to do differently moving forward? Now that I've had this experience being away or being out of office, maybe I've gained some new perspectives or insights about what I prefer or the way I want to structure my days or my weeks or things I want to make space for that really felt fun or joyful or just energizing for me while I was on vacation or out of office? What are the things that are really important to me that I'm going to prioritize and then set some goals or restructure things based on those reflections in that time, in that critical window when you're coming back? Sometimes I find we have those, (laughs) we like learn things about ourselves and then we never really integrate them because we just pick right back up with the way that things were and fall right back into our you know, old patterns or habits that maybe aren't serving us entirely well. So I think that's a really important piece. So to recap, (laughs) we have a few things that we need to do to prepare. That's a really important phase. And then when we're out of office, we want to be sure that we're fully unplugged as much as we can be. And then coming back the reintegration period, really being mindful about leaving space and checking it in and making those priorities um, top of mind and knowing, sort of just getting a lay of the land again um, when we come back. So although it can feel challenging or scary or intimidating to unplug or take time off or be out of office to fully disconnect as an entrepreneur, it is so important with some planning and maybe a little discipline you can definitely find your way to relax recharge rejuvenate regain some new perspective and come back really feeling recharged and you guys this is so important for you especially if you tend to find yourself in these cycles and phases where you're like oh my god i want to quit everything or what is the point of this or um you're just feeling really burnt out or uninspired. Even if you just take time out of office where you're not working and you stay at home, that can be really healing too and really powerful. Um, If you kind of act like you're a tourist in your own city for a week or a few days and just don't take any calls and you're out of office but you're still at home, it doesn't have to be an expensive, crazy trip. It can also be something really easy and simple. I just did this before our um, elopement trip. I was just really feeling like I needed to switch it up. And I booked sort of like an impromptu solo weekend getaway to St. Simon Island, St. Simon's Island in Georgia, um, because I hadn't been there before. And it was just nice to like drive by myself and listen to music and podcasts and explore a new place and just notice what came up for me when I was out of my day to day and take myself to, you know, certain restaurants that looked cool and get dressed up and sit alone at the bar. And it was just so great. And it reminded me how important that is for us as entrepreneurs when we start to feel 
a little bit burnt out or a little uninspired, um, switching things up in that way, taking some time out of office, whether it's for a staycation, a solo little weekend getaway, it can be quick. Maybe you go visit a friend or a family member. Maybe you go by yourself. Maybe you go with your partner, just anything, whatever it takes to like switch it up and, um, feel re-inspired, reinvigorated again, and, and give yourself that space to recharge, not just for the sake of your business, but also for your well-being and your overall mental health and your wellness. So I hope this was helpful for you today. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. If you want to come over and say hi on Instagram, you can find me at woman up or at Emily Castle official. Both of those handles are linked up in the show notes below this episode for you, wherever you may be listening. I also want to let you know, we are currently enrolling for a retreat here in Charleston, South Carolina, more specifically on Isle of Palms. It's the woman up retreat. It's our first annual business and leadership focused retreat for women entrepreneurs like you. So if you are interested in that, you can head to womanup.co slash retreat and check out all the information, see what available options we still have by the time you hear this. Um, right now at the time of our recording, I think we have like one or two more private king room suites available. Um, and we have a couple shared accommodations available, which means you're in a bunk room. So you're not sharing a bed, but you are sharing a room with some other women. And then we also have day passes. So for those of you who are local to Charleston, who want to be home to tuck your kids in or let your pets out or whatever you need to do at home, uh, you can join us for the full retreat and all meals and sessions and everything will be included. Um, you'll just not have accommodation. So you'll, you know, drive in in the morning before our scheduled, uh, first session of the day. And then you'll leave after our last session of the day or dinner, if that's the end of the day. So we would love to have you. If you have questions about that, again, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at woman up and that's W M N U P would love to hear from you. would love to chat with you and would also just love to see you in real life and be able to support you in this way to really craft a strategic annual plan for 2024 so that you know what to focus on and you can plan for time out of office, for example, in your business so that you can really maintain a sense of balance and a sense of harmony in your business ecosystem and your life as a whole. Because at the end of the day, what is the point? of being an entrepreneur. If you're not able to take time away, if you're not able to exercise the freedom that you've carved out for yourself. So this retreat is going to be super amazing. We're going to have tea ceremonies on the beach, um, sunset walks, sunrise walks, meditative experiences, visualizations, um, annual planning sessions, group coaching circles with hot seats and so much more as well as meals together. Um, and I'm just so excited to bring our community offline in real life and to be able to be in one of my favorite places in the world together, um, gathering around real life tables and having the deep conversations and the nuanced conversations that are necessary to really move your business forward in the year ahead and to build momentum and to introduce innovative and disruptive ideas and strategies into your business model. So so excited. If you have questions, again, feel free to reach out to me, send me a DM, send me an email, whatever you'd like to do. Um, but I hope to see you there and we do have some spots left. So go check it out at womanup.co slash retreat. Hopefully we'll link that up for you below this 
um, in the episode show notes as well, but otherwise you can find it in many ways or just go to womanup.co slash retreat. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Keep your mind wide open, keep your soul aligned, you've got all the answers waiting there inside, you're not alone, take a throne, like nobody's business, like nobody's business. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Like Nobody's Business. So, what did you think? I hope you found this episode absolutely enlivening. If you loved it, I'd be so, so grateful if you'd help me spread the word by sharing this episode with a friend or a loved one you know would feel supported and encouraged by this too. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss an episode. It's also infinitely helpful to me and to my team if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast so that other trailblazers like you can find this resource, know it exists, and step out of struggle and into more ease. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today and for taking this space to receive nourishment for your greatest vision. And in case no one told you this today, you are wildly brilliant, beautifully wise, and radically trustworthy. Keep shining your light so that all of those who need what you're here to share with our world can see, feel, and experience your unique medicine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Like nobody's business.